Welcome, everybody. And by everybody, I mean that one single person. Hey, Steven. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Joe. Nice to see you guys. Episode 12. We got a real gem. A real you know, you're using American that. classic. You're, you're, being, you're being sarcastic, and I don't appreciate it, sir. It's one of my favorite movies. Real impactful movie on the culture. Why do you have to... I have to shit on this movie, too. You're the one that suggested this, and you're like, after you're like, but I don't care. We watched, it was on HBO, and it was easy. Yeah, but what made you think of Sucker Punch in the first place? And we watched Sucker Spoiler Punch. Spoiler alert, Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Um, by Zack Snyder. Yeah, they know who did this movie. Everyone knows about this movie. Maybe not. Yeah. Okay. Everyone knows about this movie, and they heard that it sucks. Really? You think yeah. the general consensus? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Critics, oh. viewers, everyone pretty much hated it. I thought it was an alright movie. Including Joe. Joe thinks it's the worst movie ever made. Joe doesn't like this movie? Joe watched this movie and stopped watching movies altogether, remember? Really? This is the example he used in our... Oh, right. That was the movie that he said. That's why I was curious when you said, you want to watch Sucker Punch? And I was like, yeah, I fucking love that movie. And then I didn't expect you to you know, suggest it at all. So Why do you like this movie? I thought it was okay. You, but... Did you watch the movie? That's literally it. Literally hits on all of my key pieces. Hot chicks. <laughs> That's absolutely false. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't even like actually mean that. You just said it. I can't start my list on a lie. <laughs> uh, you just said it to be like ironic, yeah, and it actually yeah. ended up being right. like Ooh, what you said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like they're gonna think yeah, that. So. I know. I know how your humor works. That you just say stuff, and it's like. You don't wait, actually mean wait it. For it. Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Just kidding. <laughs> but obviously, the so you like. <laughs> yeah, I love the movie because, you know, going back and watching some of the people who were either talking about it on YouTube or reviews and stuff like that, or just how many YouTube videos in a search of Sucker Punch yeah. brought up the trailers and all the different versions of them. Trailer number one, trailer number two, extended trailer, all this stuff, and you watch it. And if you saw this trailer and you had no idea yep. what the movie was about, you didn't know, you know, any background, you were going into this movie thinking it was going to be a sci-fi action flick, totally cool, check out all these sweet CGI scenes, hot yeah. girls, guns, samurai swords, yeah. you know, all this good stuff. And you sit down and you watch the movie, and guess what? You are, at, the audience member is actually the one that gets sucker punched. Um, it's not something that... Uh, Okay, interesting. You're, you're not expecting it. it. Literally, in the trailer, it says, you won't expect, or, it's like, uh, something unexpected. So, that was, like, the, the words that would show up in the middle of the trailer is, like, you'll be, you know, very surprised type thing. Yeah. So, that yeah. was, like, the key feature of it is, like, Zach almost did that on purpose. Or, I'm not sure if Zach would, like, have too much say in how the trailers went. I bet you he, he probably sits in the meetings and... Yeah gives them direction on what like his input like the studio hires a marketing team so because they want to sell the whole thing and probably zach sits in and like we know him like zach um he probably sits in on the meeting and gives direction but they probably just do whatever they want uh marketing wise right but that's what i mean so i i have a feeling that zach didn't really have too many he you know his hand was in the cookie jar, but he wasn't eating any cookies yet. 
Um, That's a poor metaphor, but you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, so, you know, watching this movie, you you just have no idea what's coming. So you sit down, you watch it, and there's a whole different side to this movie that most people found boring. So that was the initial reaction to it. I didn't think it was boring. I liked the movie um, overall. Um, I'd probably give it a three out of five. Okay. Um, But it was fun. Yeah. And it didn't make me, like, feel a whole lot i wasn't super invested um like i wasn't ready to sit there and put my emotions into it and be like all right i'm riding this 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 wave this construction that the director has put me on i'm on track like strap me in and let's take me for for like this roller coaster of a ride and sometimes you can movies just allow you to do that like really um Depends on the opening, but a lot of movie openings will allow you to sink in and really uh, be a part of the movie. Right. And this movie was confusing, and it was just stylized, and it was just actiony in some parts, and I didn't feel like it had tension, or um, I knew everything was going to be all right, or everything was going to be solved, and then they have a twist at the end, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> they got me. I didn't see that one coming. Mm. Um, because you'd never seen it before yesterday. I had never seen it before yesterday, no. And you had seen it. Yes, and you liked it. You it, said it. It released in uh, March 2011. March 25th. March 25th, 2011. So that's yeah. a day after my birthday. So I'm hyped. Oh, really? I'm hyped to get my birthday over, or maybe my birthday's on a Thursday or something. Yeah. And I went to the midnight release or something. But, you know, I saw the trailer. And you were, like, I, you anticipating know, this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, not for a crazy amount of time, but you see the first trailer, you're like, oh, you know, that looks really cool. I want to see it. So knowing that it was coming out on my birthday, I was pretty excited to go watch it. And I saw it in theaters. So, And I will say I was a little, probably a little underwhelmed just because of that side of the, you know, you have that anticipation with the trailer and what you hear about it. And then to actually watch it and you see these other deeper kind of metaphors that are portrayed throughout the movie. You know, you're just not prepared for it. So I, I got yeah. sucker punched too, so not to say that I... So what what do you think the, the movie title means, Sucker Punch? You, you sort of talked about it a little bit, but yeah. you think it's the... Because I, I didn't get that at all. I have no idea why this movie is called Sucker Punch. Because you got sucker punched. The audience gets sucker punched into thinking that, okay. you know, that it's... Uh, you go into this movie thinking, oh, it's going to be action. Oh, it's going to be girls. Oh, it's going to be short skirts. Oh, there's going to be action. So you and think... then half of the movie is actually about something totally different. <clears throat> and what is the, what is the other half of the movie? Because yep. this movie does have girls in skirts shooting right. guns and right. samurai swords and samurais to and kill monsters, and which is like steampunk and blunt. I, I unironically out. like all that. I I think all that stuff is schlock. I think it's all like, I mean, it's just fun nonsense, mm-hmm. and I like that. Right. It's because I I know it's a movie. I'm right. just here to. Uh, this isn't. It's of course it's not real. Right. And um. They have, like, it's like a Charlie's Angel type of vibe. Like, you got attractive women on screen doing action stuff. I, like, I like all that. Um, but it, it didn't have... So you're saying that to draw you in because of that, and then actually the story's about something different and maybe a little bit more deeper, and that's the sucker punch they do the to the audience. Yeah. Okay, I haven't thought about that at all. So yeah. the, this is this is new to me. That's a new idea. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I can almost guarantee that that's I, I why see what they you made mean. that movie. You know why? 
it was portrayed that way in the trailers yeah. and then for you to sit down and watch this and be like oh this isn't just a 12 year old 12 year olds wet dream type yeah. of movie this is something that you know women can be empowered by people with loss you know losing your sister okay um apparently i saw something where baby the main character um played by emily browning i believe yeah yeah emily browning and then uh i don't know her from anything but yeah she uh i've seen i recognize her face she did a movie about two years ago i don't remember what it was called um and then sweet pea played by abby cornish yeah also not really well known but again i'm not like paying attention to casts all the time on different shows or yo i know that person from there i probably do that more than you yeah and i'm sure if i went into her imdb and saw some movies i'd be like oh yeah i remember in that blah 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 uh anyway so those characters in this movie are actually the same person so yeah so this is another movie with layers yeah um like inception last week oh well not as we didn't go four layers deep in it we're not going four layers deep in some bunch. <laughs> we're we're going like three. <laughs> yeah, this is a simple cheesecake. So the the movie, okay, could you explain this to me? The movie is starts out with her her and her sister Emily Browning's or yeah Emily Browning baby, baby main character that we see, and we don't see anything in this movie. Why would we see main character <laughs> that we see? I like that point. Just in case no one realized that we were seeing this movie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm just like thinking aloud. And I have to like do all the because my my stupid don't brain. Don't think aloud. To... Complete your thought in your head and then let it come out of your mouth. Oh, is that how people do yeah, it? Yeah, that's how you do. Oh. That way you don't get stumble upon. You don't have to like you know process too much. Yeah. No, you're right. I need help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's. The movie, the very beginning, starts out a theater, and us, the audience, the camera, is in the theater seats, and it zooms in on a girl on her bed, mm-hmm. and then it twists around, and it's Emily Browning character, Browning, uh, and then it's, like, in her life, and her life, um, I guess she's in, like, a mansion or something, mm-hmm. and then her sister and her, they show, like, a couple scenes of them, like, hanging out and they love each other and then this like evil guy that i don't know what his role is he's the oh he's the stepfather so it's all coming back to oh me. his yeah is coming back to me so is is her their father dies and last will and testament leaves the sisters all the inheritance their mother okay and the stepbrother gets like the step uncle stepdad stepdad evil uncle type mom, of vibe mom dies yeah. Oh, the mom dies. Okay. You you literally see them pull the sheet off her That's face, right. remember? That's right. And, um... Did you watch this movie? I did watch this movie. And I watched it yesterday. <laughs> you were just talking about how good, quote, good movies, right in the beginning, they, like, draw you in. They have that good hook. And you didn't even pay attention to the beginning of this movie. I was movie. paying attention. <laughs> you don't remember There was lots of the stuff happening. details of... The main character loses her mother and kills her sister. And you're like, I don't remember what happened. Her, her uncle, her stepdad. Okay, the point is that the stepdad turns evil, wants the... He's not. He doesn't turn evil. He's always been evil. He's always been evil. you can evil. tell that he's looking at her sister. Yes. He's looking at the ba- his baby stepdaughter. 
Yes. You know, like he's going to do something to her. And he starts drinking, he gets mad. Yeah. And well, he... he gets mad because he opens the will and testament and she left everything to the kids and not to him. And he separates using like, he overpowers baby, our main character, and uh, the little sister and separates them. And then he goes in and like, I guess, pushes the little sister down. And then baby, like, she can't get out of the the door, her room. So she jumps out the window, goes around, gets a gun, points it at him. And then he has to, like, like, he goes, like, and then she gets his, her sister and, like, goes out. And, um, no? Nope. Okay. Strike one. Next. Okay. Uh, and so that was kind of, um, no, she... men being assholes. There really wasn't good guys in this movie. Like, guys. Like, men in this movie. Just the wise men. That's what they call them. Yeah, the the one character that was a figment of her imagination. Yeah. Well, so, so the whole movie is actually a figment of her imagination. Yes, that's what I was kind of getting to. This is one of those movies. Yep. Inception played the line really well of reality and then dream world mm-hmm. and then progressively going into more dream worlds and the significance of that. This movie played fast and loose with those rules. Yep. This movie had the the reality I just described. Mm-hmm. And basically, she the end of that intro is that she gets sent to a men- mental hospital. Yeah, she kills. She accidentally kills her sister instead of killing her stepdad. Oh, is it? Did she kill her yeah. stepsister? I thought the un- the uncle did that. Why would the police come? Stepdad. I keep saying it. Why would the police come? Yeah. Why would the police chase down someone for I, her? I'll tell you what I thought. Oh. I thought it was because she put a gun up to him, and he backed off. He shoved the sister. He backed off, and then she puts the gun down, and they run away. But then he calls the cops, and they just and he, they blame Baby for her little sister's death, and it's not her fault. Oh, no. It was her fault. Okay. She shot her. So in the extended version, you actually see the shot go through his arm through the arm and then it goes into the room and you know she goes down there to, to lift okay. her up and then she runs away after she points the gun drops the gun runs away and goes to her mother's grave and uh, that's where they find her and then yeah you know as was done in those times or in older times you know you didn't want a woman around you send him off to the mentally insane to the, yeah yeah. Get them signed off and have someone else take care of them. And, and so that's still reality. Yeah. Like, but then once she gets in there, it, like, it, there's no clear indication, but it switches. So then she's now in a brothel with other women instead of a mental asylum. Yeah. And then within that brothel. It's like a very quick change of almost like, you know, when you have those angles, you have those cameras angles that'll pan over a room and then it'll hit that wall as it goes by. It'll hit the wall, and then you're you think you're gonna get another room, but it's a totally different scene. That's just the tra- type of transition that they used. Yeah, yeah it's the same thing in here. Was just like, oh, we're not gonna give you that. This scene is ending. We're not gonna let you know yeah. any. There's no words that are gonna show what's happening. It's just straight cut, and now it's a club. Yeah, yeah, like a very Instead dreamlike. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, so this happens yeah. after Emily Browning and Abby make eye contact. So that is another symbol of them being the same person. Yeah, so Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea and Abby Cornish played. No Abby one's going to pick, uh, like, 
carry on, like uh, follow along with all these names that were thrown out. <laughs> I don't think so. Sweet Pea and Baby are the characters in the movie. Yeah. Sweet Pea is played by Abby Cornish. Emily Browning plays Baby. I don't think our audience cares about who they're played by. <clears throat> like, if you're watching a YouTube video, do you care? I, honestly, asking. I don't know if I'm right. No, I, I, I would care. You would care? Okay. Maybe all the hundreds of viewers out there care very much. <laughs> all right, well, go ahead. I forgot what I was talking about. Um, uh, they When they first meet, when Baby comes in, she makes eye contact with Sweet Pea. As it turns out, her and Sweet Pea are the same character. And this is all just one big metaphor for our main character is trapped inside her own mind or something like that. And she has to let her alter ego run free. Did I have that right? Mm-hmm. You got it. It's kind of a metaphor, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, continue. Keep going. That's... And oh, then, that was your only thought? That's, those are my thoughts. <laughs> it was a big metaphor, man. That's the quality one. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. So I hope everybody gets to go watch it, even though, you know, Michael doesn't agree. Well, I mean, the story... It's a 50% as I'm, recommendation. As I'm outlining it, I can't even, like, really articulate and, and draw the feeling for this movie to talk about it because I don't like care enough like i just don't care about it it was an okay movie i was not gonna give a big in-depth analysis sure i didn't have strong feeling yeah oh, the best part you is and, you and everyone else so yeah you're but not alone. the what was kind of cool is the stylized like scott pilgrim versus the world type of like this isn't a real movie but just go with us and it's almost like a comic book where um they have a little thought bubble from baby and then all this crazy stuff happens, and that stuff's cool, but it's just a thought bubble. So I don't care. It's like, what what level of reality are we on? Because if this isn't the real world where there's real impacts in the constructed movie sense, I don't really care. Hmm. And yes, it's cool. And it was like five music videos put together with some talking in between that I didn't care about. Hmm. Like, I would literally get up and like go to the bathroom and like come back and i'll be like okay i didn't miss anything yeah like I, that's bad but that's that's how i felt that's your level of investment yeah no. yeah i can't believe that we were gonna set up a podcast to talk about it like it's kind of split second we have all these lists of great movies and we like yeah, maybe i won't give you so much control next time i was like yeah. you pick and you just like yelled something that's not on our list of 20 movies that we already have that are actually <laughs> like really good triple a you know you could talk for hours about them yeah i don't know there was a i just enjoyed the movie i think it's cool to be able to watch that kind of cgi and also have that deeper layer that if you want to analyze it it's there but it's not it's not going to be readily available to someone who's just browsing and watching it and not paying you know a lot of attention or going back and watching it again maybe you pick up on you know more more um archetypes that happen in the movie and that kind of thing so 
Well, it's kind of cool. We we watched the PG thirteen movie, the yeah, original the theatrical mistake. release. Do not watch that. The missed opportunity. Version. Yeah. So you went back and actually watched some scenes from the extended edition, which is rated R. Yeah. Because you were like, because I was thinking, and I I said this aloud in the movie. I wish this movie was R. I wish there was like a lot more. I wish there was everything in R rated movie because this movie is <clears throat> PG thirteen, so they can only do so much with the action, like. She's cutting people's heads off, and there's no blood. It's just kind of like shining lights, and that's that's fine. I like all that, but I want I want some comic book movie. Oh, you're talking about the samurai. Samurai. Yeah. I want like I want it over the top. Quentin Tarantino. Like I mean, this is the type of movie to do that. It's all um, super CGI'd, and uh, I wouldn't lose the sense of reality if there was more um, stuff like that and all that stuff is. Well, there wasn't that much. There wasn't any of that in the extended version. Okay. So it wasn't more gory. It wasn't more, you know, more boobs or more tits or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was more scenes that were, <clears throat> in my opinion, should have stayed in the theatrical release. And they should have just released it as an R. Like, that would have given it more... Because, like, one of the scenes is in the very beginning, as soon as she gets... As soon as Baby gets to the asylum... Um, they finished their conversation of like, you know, the stepdad giving him money, giving, uh, what's his name? Blue. You give Blue money. It's like, here, take care of this girl. I don't want to see her. And he's like, all right, the high roller will be here in five days to perform the lobotomy and she won't remember a thing type, type of stuff. And uh, right after that scene, they switch to the club and it's him, Blue, dancing with the doctor and they're performing for this the for the audience and a shitload of people and they're actually singing and they're actually dancing on stage and all of a sudden you have the girls and it it shows and puts it in context what is happening in this club okay before it goes to baby taking a tour or maybe it's right after they take a tour so yeah. you see kind of the stuff of what's happening after they switch over to like the the alternate reality i didn't get that transition i didn't understand from mental hospital to strip club slash well, because that's that's like, that's the part of the mental part of someone having trauma. Is anyone who has trauma is going to feel that what happened with that was something else, with a fake reality? Like, you know, you're going to plug that hole that that trauma is left Is the implication you. that everybody who works at a brothel or strip club is mentally damaged? No. Is that the assumption? No. Or not everybody, but the no. people that are, That's they have to... Or people, is the assumption that if you're a mental hospital and you don't belong there, that your happy place is like a brothel, or not your happy place, but your imagined state that you're in is like a strip club that you can't leave? I don't think, I don't think. Is there something there? I don't yeah. think there's, it goes outside of this movie specifically. So why did he choose to have mental hospital into, and then her imagined in prison state is being in a brothel that she can't leave? Why did he choose to narratively take Cause that's the what movie was, that way? That's what was happening to the girls anyway. Okay. But well, why was that happening? Stylized it. That happens in all mental institutions. What do you think the nurses and doctors are doing to these brain dead people? Not taking advantage of these little girls that come in that are you know okay, you twenty years old and have no power and are dead to everyone they know and no one's going to be looking for them and they're going to be brain dead in five days. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's a, what happened at the very. It's pretty dark. That's a, but, the, yeah, exactly. So that's why it's trauma that this girl yeah. had from you know killing her sister and her mother dying and then very soon after that now I'm trapped somewhere here and I have five days 
and so you have that kind of mental um you just lose your mind and yeah. you fill in your reality with something that is not real and that's why this transition to so did, a club did baby i'm so confused so did baby actually she deserved to be in the mental institution or no 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 so did she do the crime yeah she should have where, where she, should she should have, have gone? gone to jail or something or had a trial of why did you kill but instead instead the they, stepdad spoke to the police and said and bribed. she killed and now i'm going to take her somewhere where no one's going to ask questions and then even if they do come ask questions i'm paying you two thousand dollars to lobotomize her so that she is brain dead when it happens and so did she actually get lobotomized in the beginning or no not in the beginning at the very end okay so in the beginning she's about to get lobotomized that gets interrupted yeah that's uh that's a uh, that's foreshadowing okay yeah. and then at some point soon after that she imagines herself in a brothel right and then yeah. well during this, this time it could be said that the from the time that john ham's character takes the lobotomy and is about to do it to her eye that in that snap second she goes into her mind and all of this happens right before he actually hits the hammer and does it yeah so maximum five seconds of her reality sitting in that chair about to be lobotomized the whole movie happens in that five seconds but yeah yeah and then even in that time she shows up as a new character getting introduced to characters we've already been introduced to the other uh patients in the mental hospital one layer up which are the girls and the doctor um i forget her name but she's an attractive lady <laughs> what's her name uh, I remember. I think she was the mom in Spy Kids. <laughs> probably. Remember those movies? Isn't it? Uh, Carla Gugino, Gorski, Car Doctor Gorski, Doctor Vera Gorski, Carla Gugino, 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 Gugino. She must be Italian. Carla Cappuccino. Is she the mom in Spy Kids? That'd be so funny. I think so. I wouldn't doubt it, actually. Spy Kids is a great series of movies, by the way. Do not watch those movies. Really? No, it is Spy Kids. 2001. Damn. I like Spy Kids. No. It's Robert Rodriguez. It's... Spy Kids is bad. Really? I had fun with those movies. No. Don't waste your money. Who's paying? Well, in order to get those movies nowadays, you have to pay. You told me a couple episodes. Everyone's pirating everything. All the time. Just, this is just like an anarchy society. No one's paying for you shit. You don't pirate, pirate movies. No, I don't know how to. I, I would if I could. I would, if it was easy, I would definitely, I don't care. But I don't know how to. It is easy. You just, you just don't want to learn. <laughs> it's not high enough on the priority list, Corey. <laughs> um... So the I'll go back to my previous point. Um, she met with the she'd already been introduced to these characters on the on the mental hospital level. She she had she she had walked through and she had been looking out and seeing the doctor. She had been seeing Sweet Pea on the stage. So she saw them, but she wasn't introduced. Okay. So that goes into that feeds even more of that reality is that you are portraying what these people are like because you don't know who they are. Yeah. And so. I'll I'll finish. The she goes to the to the brothel level. Club. She get the club level. Is that what we're gonna call it? Yeah. So it's not a brothel. It, it, 
it had some strip club brothel vibes. Sure, I, but it's it's a club. But it's yeah, clubs still had that. It yeah. just wasn't as out in the open. Okay. And I still don't think this one was like as out in the open. Like you know you. Okay. Not everyone. But she gets introduced to all the girls. Yeah. And then she is at some point forced to dance, and in that time that she's forced to dance, she doesn't do it at first. Our main character. But then when she does finally do it, they never actually show her dancing. They right. they zoom in on her eyes or her mm-hmm. in, into her into her brain, and she's imagining these action scenes. That is the real like those are the trailers of the movie. Right. And it's her. That's what you see in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah. It's her doing like fantastical like just badass stuff um and i was like why (laughs) like i mean it's cool don't get me wrong i was like those are my favorite parts of the movie right but what are we doing like i i just as i'm explaining it to you i don't see the narrative cohesion why are we doing each of these things each of these levels and then really just to jump to the end to all this was so that she could save Sweet Pea, who's the main character of, but on what level is she saving her? And is that character real? You said they're the same character, but it's like, I don't, none of that was cleared up and I don't care. And I guess I'll listen to you talk about it, but I don't, I don't know if I even like, I don't think anyone cares. (laughs) I don't think anyone cares. (laughs) Sadly. I don't even care like what the viewers think. I don't. Sadly, I don't care. I don't think anyone cares. Drop a comment. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I care if they have other things Go to say. Go fuck yourself. No, I no. If people want to interact, I always encourage. Like I, we're a small enough channel, but on this specific point, I don't care. <laughs> I'll just scroll right past. I don't. What did this movie mean to you? Don't care. <laughs> well, on our next episode. <laughs> Are you bored of this? Or? What uh, what movie do you want to do? Wait, what should we, we what can, should we give some? Can we defend? Can we defend Zack Snyder real quick? That we like him. Oh yeah. I, oh, I'm you not... wanted to touch on uh, Batman vs Superman and a little bit three hundred and all that stuff. I mean, I still think this is one of his better movies. I think it's certainly better than. Um. Wow, I don't even remember the name of it. That's how bad it is. Zack Snyder. Justice League. Watchmen. Yep, Watchmen. I liked Watchmen. Justice League Part 2. That's coming out. Yeah, it says 2019. Did he direct Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman. Did he? Dawn of the Dead, Aquaman. Did he direct Aquaman? Are you serious? Are you just... Rise of an Empire, Suicide Squad. He didn't. Di- he did not direct Suicide Squad. Are you sure? Holy shit! Okay, Justice League. So, all right, let's go through this real quick. Man, I of did. St- Man of Steel. Do you like that? Yeah. You liked Man of Steel, so did I. Did you like Justice League? Yeah, of course. I didn't like Justice League. Did you like Batman v Superman? Of course. I loved Batman v Superman. Dawn just- of Justice. Wait, that's going to be a controversial thing. People watching us who like movies. Oh, you guys like Batman v Superman? One day we'll explain. Yeah, we'll add that to the list. Add it to the list. But we really legit do love that movie. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trolling. No. 
and I like Zack Snyder. That could be an unpopular opinion. One of my favorite movies is uh, 300. Yeah, 300. It's the same style all throughout. He doesn't really change it up. Yeah, he does the same. The same type of action sequences and... I I can't believe he did Wonder Woman. Yep. I like Wonder Woman a lot. You did Watch Women. I didn't know he did Aquaman. I didn't know that either. I didn't like Aquaman. Aquaman. Aquaman, Aquaman. Oh, he's doing uh, The Flash. I probably won't like that. It won't come out till this spring, and possibly later. You won't watch that. Of course, I'll watch it, but you won't like it. Probably not. No. Yeah, I feel like uh, you're not really. You like Batman vs Superman, but the rest of his movies, you're not really a, a big fan of. No, I liked Watchmen. I liked Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Those. Are, that's pretty much it. Aquaman. No, I already told you I didn't like it. Suicide Squad. Um, I was disappointed in the theater watching it while at the same time going, okay, I like it. What do you think about Suicide Squad? Three out of five. Yeah. Uh, and by that, I mean six out of ten. <laughs> six out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> what do you give Sucker Punch? The extended version, ten out of ten. 9 out of 10, sorry. 9 out of 10. Whoa. I, li- I very much enjoyed that movie. That's good. Um, anything else oh, on the list? Oh, you wanted to talk about the controversial Batman vs. Superman? I guess we'll just do a podcast on well, that one and we'll give people our full thoughts instead of a short little... I get... the What I wanted to say about that for me and you is that we actually really liked Batman vs. Superman. We liked it for... Like... A lot of people hated it for understandable reasons, and we just plowed through and ignored those, and the parts that are good are really good. I mean, I went to see this movie in theaters. I was hyped. Yeah. I knew what it was going to be about. I knew what I was looking for, and I was not... I don't think anyone under-delivered. I was sitting in the theater going, like, feeling that, like, mind being blown. I was like, this is a good movie. Like, I was looking to you. I was like, this is... I'm having a great time. This is... That part was awesome, or... I always go back to the feeling of watching Avengers, the first one, going with a group of friends, sitting in the theater, movie starts, theater is packed, you know, one of the opening night type deals. And it's a huge deal. Yeah, and you're sitting with your friends. Yeah, this is finally the culmination of what we've been watching, you know, all the origin stories, and all right, we finally get to see Avengers. And the one scene where the Avengers are actually in the city and they're defending off the things coming out of the portal in the sky. And uh, I think it, Iron Man. Iron Man does the hand lasers at um, Captain America's yeah. shield. Yeah. And Captain America, like you know, spins it around to hit all the guys in a circle. And I remember that move being in one of the, uh, the video games. Oh, what are those games called? The fighting game. Yeah, I think it's just Avengers. It's like Marvel Avengers, but it's like yeah, but it's like a top. It's like a top down going through levels and you, you know you play one of the heroes and stuff like that and so i remember that move in there and i just remember like bouncing in my chair hitting the guy sitting next to me as we're so hyped it was we just saw that scene and it was like i remember like that like 
I'll always remember that moment watching that movie, and so whenever I feel that type of energy yeah. going into a movie, I, I you know I, I get pumped up. Yeah. So and it's like it's not hard to make us excited about movies. Yeah. Because I like them. Right. I'll I'll give you like a lot of chances. Like, what's weird is that like we don't even want to be excited anymore because we avoid trailers. Oh, no. It's it's the opposite though, right? Like I'm already I already know which movies I'm gonna watch based on like Joker. I knew I was gonna watch it. I don't need to see a single trailer. I didn't watch a single trailer. I try to avoid all like I don't even want to see Joe Queen Phoenix. Yo Queen. I got a poster coming out of Joker. I don't know where it's gonna go, but it's <laughs> it's going up. In the trash, apparently you can't even say his name. Joe Queen Phoenix. But I didn't even want to see him in makeup or anything. I just wanted to... I wanted to. I already knew I was going to go see it. And all these movies that come out, you and I already know, like a year out, what movies we're going to go see and movies are just like, well, Redbox that, or I don't even care about that one. And then those hidden gems, it's fun that an indie movie... That uncut I, Gems. Uncut Gems is sort of like that, where I had no expectations for that movie and it turned out to be really good. But other indie movies are like that too, where I missed that one, I knew that was in theaters, I intentionally... Did not watch a trailer. I did not go see that. I wasn't even interested. But here it's made some lists, and it's two or three years later, and now I'm going to watch it. And it's, this is a great movie. And yeah, um, That's what the director's cut or extended version of Sucker Punch should be for everyone. Okay. You didn't see it in the theater. Yeah. You skipped it because you heard it was bad. <clears throat> go watch the extended cut. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you're an idiot. <laughs> don't alienate our viewers. Don't otherize our viewers. Don't otherize, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 2020. Yeah. <clears throat> don't uh, be so fucking sensitive. <laughs> you know, some. Get off my channel, boomer. <laughs> uh, some feedback we've gotten is we shouldn't say fuck so much. Yeah, but that's coming from a girl, so we can uh, ignore that. We can ignore that. Yeah. <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was I know which thing. girl, too. You can go fuck yourself. You can't say that. That's very that's very rude. That's very aggressive. <laughs> um, but anyway. Oh, the irony of that. of The irony of you saying that to me is perfect. Don't be so aggressive, Corey. Because <laughs> of the two of us, I'm, like, off this mic, I'm way more. <laughs> We're at opposite ends of the spectrum on aggressiveness. I'm at, I'm at like a timid little deer doesn't kill a fly. <laughs> You're up here like, I'm going to fuck you up! Not really. Yeah. Not, not last night. You were putting me in, in chokeholds. Yeah, I was just showing you how to do the proper. You weren't showing me when I was going, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I don't want to be shown this. This is what it feels like to get it up. Yeah, and you would <laughs> squeeze. And like, I would like tap out and you would like let go and then you would squeeze again. Like... I'm just sitting there going, I can't gotta, stop him, and him I wish guessing. he would stop. And I'm like, I'm getting hurt. Zeke did that to me on Friday night, and he just did, like, a flex. Yeah. It wasn't, he didn't even, like, pull or anything. He just did the position. Yeah. And then he just flexed. That dude's a Viking. I'm, yeah, he's, Ooh. like... He's... Instant. I was, like, instant. Not out. He didn't, like, knock me out, but instantly I could not breathe. I was like, damn. Fuck that, dude. Damn. Imagine, like, that being yeah. a competition, and you have to be in the floor, and there's a million Imagine people watching Imagine that really happening to you. You'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm going to die. Out. No, I'm not going to die. If someone's doing that for you for real? Ring. No, if so, like, I'm saying for real, oh, if someone's oh, oh. doing that, you're dead. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm not getting out of this yeah. one. Like, 
Well, yeah, they just get it to that point, knock you out, and then they just twist your neck. And then you're dead. Yeah. Because if you get knocked down, they let you go. You're fine. That's what I like about MMA. Like you hold it for a minute. Or what is it? Two minutes Two minutes of no oxygen to the head and you're brain dead? No, it's definitely longer than that. Longer? Yeah. Oh, you're right. It's like ten. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But you should know this. Jolie knows. This is like a... It's like a nursing thing. It's like a well-known fact, I feel like. Because like, if you drown... There's a certain threshold if you drown, and then but you're rescued before you get brain back in your oxygen, how much brain damage there is. You know what I mean? Yeah. If Wasn't there a story of uh, a lady who was found under a lake, a frozen lake, and she, her, she, her, her body had been deprived of oxygen but because it was, she was frozen over, it was like... I don't even know the timeline. It would have been 10 or 20 hours and they revived her back. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Is no oxygen. Record? Yeah, it was a... Was I, she brain dead? No. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of relevant to the story. I don't know. Because <laughs> one thing... She's down there for two That's weeks. That's the whole point, Michael, <laughs> of trying to distinguish is how long before you're brain dead. I and think you're like, the story... Dude, we can revive someone from fucking last week. <laughs> That's my best Steven impression, by the way. Dude. That's it. I'm mocking Steven Mocking's a neck beard. <laughs> Not even a neck uh, a weevo or something. Yeah. I don't know. I, his voice that he uses gets me every fucking time. Yeah. Steven's great. We gotta, we gotta get him on the, get it back. On the podcast. Yeah, more. we're gonna do a solo Corey project. <clears throat> no spoilers. You can't watch this trailer, bitch. <laughs> Alright, Julie, I'm sorry. I'll turn down the language. Jeez. No, I don't care. Well, you brought it up. This is just how you we... said someone made a comment trying to be vague and shit. That we need to use less language. Are you trying to clean up your act? You put pants on even though we can't see your fucking pants. I mean your pants. Damn. I mean <laughs> Speak with meaning. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I was trying not to curse that I said said it and then I said damn after what? all. I don't know. It I don't think cursing is, is bad. I don't think anyone cares. I use it for effect, not for Yeah. I'm not trying to be vulgar. Right. Although it is vulgar. But it's it's almost like a litmus test. It's like, do you care about cursing? Because if I drop an F-bomb or something and you react, like, violently, like... Like, I don't really want to hang out with you. I'm Have just, you ever seen someone react violently? From no, but you could tell it, it makes certain people, like, jump. And I'm just like, okay, honestly, I don't want to... I mean, I just... I, I probably would like... You're probably a very nice person, but I just... I got to hang out with a different group of people because if that's yeah we can't talk about anything stop being so sensitive well a little bit but and i you can be as sensitive as you want to be but if like how many times have i i'm blown, not a grandma blown out people speakers yeah too. you gotta quit just talk normally no i like yelling it's for effect it's the same effect that cursing yeah has. except for it's not or the, whis the whispering i think people like the whispering you, you think they like it i think so According to my market research. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's just a feeling. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> According to my market research. <laughs> YouTube analytics tells me. <laughs> Whispering is good. Keep it up. Alright, folks. Well, that's it for us on episode 11. Did you want to talk about other movies Sucker coming up? Punch. Nope. Okay. Because we, if we don't, don't like spoilers, don't give them spoilers. Don't force them to listen to it. Okay. 
How do you think this episode? Do you think people are gonna watch it? Or people have? Yeah. Do you think so, they've made it to this point? Because it's so fucking short, forty minutes. They'll be like, oh, I can sludge through this one. Yeah. They're yep. looking at all the podcasts we've done. They're like, okay, finally, yeah. one forty minute. I'll click uh, on that yeah, one. Yeah. And it's, it's like just enough for it's my like the worst to one. Work. <laughs> it's it's like the worst showcase. No, it's, it's hilarious, dude. We're funny. Until I hope I hope someone. I'm out funny. There, I don't know about you. You're funny. My looking. market analytics tell me I'm <laughs> funny, dude. Look at these laughs that I'm getting from you, buddy. I'm laughing at you, yeah. not with you. <laughs> so, this is a pity laugh. That's what everyone around me It's says. a lot of uncomfortable laughing. It's like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> you make me uncomfortable. Um, everyone should check out a channel called Uncomfortable, where a guy does fundamentals of art lessons. <laughs> this is a real thing. It's called Uncomfortable? His name is Uncomfortable. Plug in someone who's not even sponsoring us, and not our. I'm friend. sponsoring him. Yeah, that's the opposite of what we are supposed to be doing. <laughs> Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, we'll we'll have a movie Michael approves of to talk about. No, I approve of this one. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie. I thought it was fun. Yeah, one, I guess, quick point is that if it was rated R. There's no way it would have done as well in the theater. I don't know if it did well in the theaters, but PG-13 is like a big draw for uh, All I know families. is it made its money back. Okay. I don't think families were taking their kids to see girls in skirts. Unless the girl really wanted to. I'll take my family. To go see Sucker Punch? Yeah. Hear your kids, dude. Don't let me tell you how to raise your children. I don't know why. I just said, I don't even know if I mean that. I you just don't said even it. want kids. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't. Spoiler, Joey. She knows. Oh, we, we talk. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Just letting the audience know. All right. Uh, Episode 12 is ending. That was a fucking train wreck, dude. I can see myself on the camera. <laughs> Hey, why'd you wear a, a hoodie the whole The whole, whole time? episode. So, they, so I wasn't tempted to break the fourth wall. Okay. Yeah. That's a good reason. Yeah. All right, let's go I'm do some. I'm also really fucking hungover. <laughs> <laughs>